Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hey there, this is the spoken edition of Wired. A cryptocurrency exchange CEO dies with the only key to $137 million. By Gregory Barber. More than 100,000 cryptocurrency holders have learned a hard lesson in finality after the 30 year old CEO of a major Canadian exchange died, effectively freezing the company's assets. In an affidavit filed with the Supreme Court of Nova Scotia last week, Jennifer Robertson, widow of Quadriga CX CEO Jerry Cotton, wrote that the company owes its customers $190 million, but can't access the funds to pay them back. In an unusual setup, Robertson said Cotton was the only person with the cryptographic keys to access $137 million of cryptocurrencies kept in cold storage to mitigate the risk of hacks. The remainder is similarly frozen in cash by ongoing disputes with the bank and payment processors. The six year old company is now seeking protection from its creditors as it attempts to access the lost funds. Robertson's filing. Was first reported by Coindesk. On Tuesday, a Halifax judge granted Quadriga a 30 day stay while it searches for the lost crypto, temporarily shielding the company from lawsuits by customers, some of whom reportedly own millions that are now stranded. Robertson, who wrote that she has become significantly more involved in the issues facing Quadriga since Cotton's death, says she has his encrypted laptop and USB, which may hold the cryptographic keys to the cold storage funds. But doesn't have the credentials to log in. She says a search of their Nova Scotia home for her husband's business records turned up nothing, and attempts to hack the laptop by a security contractor have been unsuccessful. According to the CBC, the hardware will be turned over to an independent court appointed lawyer. Robertson revealed Cotton's death on January 14 in a post on Quadriga's Facebook page. 
Jerry died due to complications with Crohn's disease on December 9, 2018, while traveling in India, where he was opening an orphanage to provide a home and safe refuge for children in need, she wrote. Her affidavit says Quadriga's automated systems continued to accept deposits until January 26, more than a month after Cotton's death. Quadriga's strange tale is just the latest mishap to hit cryptocurrencies. Exchanges in particular have been the target of hackers, racking up billions in losses. To reduce exposure, many custodians of cryptocurrency divide the funds between so-called hot wallets, used for day-to-day transactions, and offline cold storage, which is much harder for hackers to access. In this case, that backfired, because Cotton was allegedly the only person with access to the keys. A copy of his will obtained by the Globe and Mail, dated November 27, included $100,000 for the care of his two pet chihuahuas, but apparently no contingency for his personal crypto or business affairs. It's astounding to me that a company of this size can be run with the same accounting procedures of Joe's Fish and Chips, with a single person in charge and no accountability, says Amin Gun Sire, a blockchain advisor and professor of computer science at Cornell University. That's far from the norm. It's not a good look for our industry. Tuesday's hearing offered a glimpse into a one-man accounting operation. Launched in 2013, Quadriga grew to be one of Canada's largest exchanges. Michael Patron, a co-founder of the company who left in 2016, said in a message to Wired that control of the company's cold-storage crypto had always been centralized. That process didn't initially spark alarm, Patron said, because the company had insurance at the time, and its holdings were then relatively small. Large cryptocurrencies like exchanges and foundations typically require multiple people, each with his or her own key, to access funds. Those companies also have backups in case the keys, or the key holders, are lost, though there are no regulations requiring it. In 2016, all of Quadriga's directors, apart from Cotton, resigned. It's possible, says Sire, that the laptop and USB could eventually be cracked, or another copy of the keys will be found. In the meantime, customers wondering if they'll get their money are floating theories of their own. On Reddit, r Quadriga CX was swiftly awash in reports of transactions between blockchain addresses theorized to contain the cold storage funds, while users identifying themselves as customers wondered when they would get their money out. Some commentators, including Sire, questioned whether Cotton had actually died. A Quadriga customer with 12,640 Canadian dollars, $9,606 US, stranded in the exchange, said his ability to make large withdrawals had been curtailed starting last fall. He now believes the frozen funds could be part of a scam, or that the cryptocurrency the company claims to have in cold storage isn't actually there. I don't think I will get the money back, and I feel that I have little to no chance to get the truth or justice, he said. Robertson, Cotton's widow, acknowledged the speculation in the affidavit. There has been a significant amount of commentary on Reddit and other web-based platforms about the state of Quadriga, Jerry's death, including whether he is really dead, and missing coins, she wrote. She also referred to threats against herself and the company's director of operations. A lawyer for Robertson did not respond to a request for comment. A lawyer for Quadriga directed Wired to a statement posted on the company's website, noting that Ernst & Young had been named as a monitor for the company. Filing for creditor protection allows us to work diligently through the process and to try to ensure the viability of our company, 
the company wrote. We are sure you have many questions. We are in the early stages of a long process, and we do not have all the answers right now. Robertson's affidavit included a copy of Cotton's death certificate, which was corroborated by an Indian government-issued document obtained by Coindesk. Canadian officials also told the CBC that a Canadian had died in India, but could not confirm the identity due to privacy rules. As for the currency, Cyrus says that given the uncertainty, Quadriga should publish the blockchain addresses of its cold storage funds so customers could monitor the addresses for movements, which shouldn't occur so long as the sole administrator is dead. I think it would help with some of the conspiracy theories, says Patron. I would also like to see it. In the filing, Robertson wrote that the company would consider a sale of its platform in order to help pay back its customers. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.